The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Hey, everybody, this is The Ashholes. Each week, they smoke a different cigar, sometimes the same cigar, but mostly different, and they give their honest impression. They always assign an official Ashholes rating to that cigar. So, pull up a chair, light up, relax, be an Ashhole too. It's very rewarding. Broadcasting live from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Southern New Hampshire, this is the Ashholes Podcast. And today we're going to talk about cigar dinners and how they go right and how they go wrong. And I am back from the Dominican Republic, and uh, I went to a cigar dinner, breakfast, and lunch every single day while I was there. Oh, nice. Because every single time smoking is allowed, they put an ashtray on your table. Snack time, too. Wow. And you smoke cigars while you're eating dinner, before, when you order dinner, and you tolerate the weight much better. That <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a yeah, right. Weight. I don't care. No. Mm-hmm. Good problem to have. Relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. I'm, I'm all happy. Uh, my name's Dave, uh, and you heard from Aaron that was there first next to me, Ed Sullivan and Dan. Chrissy's off camera. We have it all backwards here. Good that day, we, Everybody's yeah. back. We're all back. F- full force, and we're going to light up a cigar today. Uh, and this guy was at the uh, New England Cigar Expo. Uh, I saw him there. Yeah, yep. with his daughter, right? Yes, he was. Yeah. And so what do you have here? We're going to light up the West Tampa Black Robusto. This is a cigar made in Nicaragua. 5x50, love that. True 5x50. Ecuadorian Habana wrapper, Nicaraguan binder and filler, and you can... Buy the cigar for nine nineteen for a single or a box for one sixty one ninety nine. You can find it at twoguyscigars.com. That is the number two guyscigars.com. Root beer float on the cold draw? Root beer mm. float. Really? Yep. Oh. Yeah. A little creaminess. Yeah. yeah. With the spice. A barks, a barks spice, root beer yeah. float. There we go. Mm. Specifically. Yeah, not mug. Specifically. Well, now that we've... Completed the cold draw, it's time to light our cigars. Brought to you by Perdomo, the hottest brand in the land. A company founded on quality, tradition, and excellence. One draw, that's the law. 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 law. It's brought to you by Abuelo Cigars. You're going to live under my roof? You're going to play by my rules. Abuelo Cigars. Even without the cigar in my mouth yet, all I can think of is root beer. That's it. <laughs> no. Now it's on our minds. stuck in my head, yeah. All right, once you light it up, it's much more darker than that. Very dark. A little bit of black licorice maybe mm. on that. Yeah, that's a good call right there. I'd say, you know, strength-wise, this will come in somewhere 7-ish for me. Yep. Yep. I just happen to know because I've smoked a lot of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you're a big West Tampa guy. I like the West Tampa products. Yeah, Rye bread toasted, over-toasted. Over a little bit extra on yeah. that toasting, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm there with you. I used to a have little, a toaster that had a, a little bit more setting. It was it just called it? a little bit more. That's awesome. <laughs> and then you just that's put a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. It's not quite ready. No, because otherwise you plunge it again and you forget it, and now it's burned and you start over. But you could just say a little bit more. And that's what you want. Yeah. Can you do it while it's not quite finished? It's just ready to ring, and you say a little bit I more. I think you had to wait, wait and then and get a little bit more. All right. Yeah, because of the difference between your first you know, plunge with the toast and right. like the second 
if you're making one, more next toast. one is too much. Yeah, because it's already I heated up. A little yeah. So you got to have that little blower on there for yeah. when it's coming from cold. Maybe you need wow. one of those. Yeah. Is it a regular thing that's out there? No, I think genius. it was. Might have been Breville, I think. Yeah, genius. That had a little bit more. There was a band that had a the, the their knobs went up to eleven, which yeah. was oh. great. <laughs> yeah. was I remember spin- that band. Spinal Tap. Spinal Tap. <laughs> yeah. One they found the stage. Like another one of those movies or something. I don't know. Some I, I, about I, it. I like those um, mockumentaries. They yeah. yes, yeah. they're good. I've they're, seen them all. Best in show. Yes, yeah, funny as hell. Yeah. The dog, the dog yeah. one. Borat. They, they they could do a mockumentary on cigars or podcasting. Definitely, they could do a podcasting. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So uh, this is a, a great cigar here for $9 cigar, right? Yeah. This is what it's, it's about. fair price. And they have the white version, which is the shade to lighter. Lighter. I don't know if it's a shade, but yeah. it's lighter. And then they have shade. the red, which is in between, which uh, I think is my favorite, but I haven't had this before. In a, yeah. This one in a long time. Yeah. And I loved it when I had it before, but I've been so much on the red, and now I'm smoking this, and I'm saying, well, it's good. The red is malted milk balls all day mm, on that yeah. red. Mm. Which I'm a big fan of. Oh, I know that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't yeah. like the Whopper, though. You like? I, I liked it until somebody gave me the better version of it. I didn't know the, it was a better version. Maltese. And now, yes. <laughs> and now, the Whopper is terrible. Terrible. It's so fake. Yeah. It's so fake. <laughs> it was good before, but now it tastes plastic almost. Right. Even the innards, the Whopper yeah. texture mm-hmm. doesn't match. Uh, but at Christmas, no. I would always get a big thing of Whoppers, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. with my stocking the and one stuff. That's I always the, loved them. The one that looks like a milk cart? Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Always. I should have ordered you some before he came over. Oh. I'm at the bottom of a bucket of them that he brought me, a little bucket. Really? But, yeah. What a difference between the... Maltesers, yeah. Australian candy for the wind. Yeah. How come ours is because it's not even chocolate? That's why. Mm. Our chocolate on there isn't even chocolate. It's like candle wax. Yeah. Yeah. It's like mac and cheese. They don't sell it. Like craft mac and cheese you can (laughs) only buy in the United States. It's illegal and really because it's so bad. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) All right. So today we're going to talk about uh, cigar dinners. They come in all shapes and sizes. What makes them great and what makes them bad? Uh, You've done a lot of them. I've done a lot of them. I've, I've been to. A lot of them over the years, um, and what used to be cigar dinners when it started off. By the way, it started in Boston. The first ever cigar dinner in the world happened in Boston, Massachusetts, at the, at the Ritz Carlton. Wow. I heard of it that it was coming up. I tried to go. They would not allow me to go. It was black tie. Okay. It was expensive at the <clears throat> at the time, maybe a couple hundred dollars. Oh, but Ritz Carlton. Back in those days, and it was the finest of everything. Mm. And then I had did the second they cigar. They said ever. you're not worthy. Correct. They said wow. um, it's already sold out. You can't go. So then, so you when the next one came up, I tried. To, I applied to go to that, and they told me no. And I was right there early on. And I go, oh, they're just making me not mm. do it. So I'm going to do my own. And I did my own. And I might have got my my own out before their second one ended no. up happening. If not, they did it twice, and then yeah. I did it. And um, I tried to make mine more entertaining as opposed to the finest of everything. Um, that's not what Two Guys Smoke Shop was about. We were there for everyone. Right. And we didn't want you to feel like you had to wear a tuxedo or anything. Yeah. The regular Joe could come or whatever. Um, and it would be something for everybody. Um, 
as we just did a, right. big, a big cigar expo, which was the big cigar dinner we did on the first day. We had people dressed up in suits and fancy oh, yeah. shoes, and we had people wearing dungarees and uh, yeah. cowboy hats. Yeah, sneakers, whatever. Yeah. It's, it's, it's for everyone. Yeah, it's like uh, there's a time and place, I think, for a really fancy high-end uh, cigar dinner, but... You know, people, it's like a wedding. It's like when you get your wedding invitation, uh, it sometimes will say black tie optional. Sometimes it'll say black tie. Sometimes it'll say whatever. Yeah. You know, so you sh- people should know in advance if they're going to go to something that fancy. But yeah, you can have a great cigar dinner if it's uh, low key in terms of what you have to dress or if you're dressed to the night well, or like a white party. Yeah. You know, the point is do I need a gourmet meal if I'm smoking a cigar at the same time? You're not going to appreciate it the same way. And one thing I'm going to say, what don't don't I like? I don't like the surprise menu. Mm, I want to know in advance what we're having because some of the early ones were also, I don't know what what was going on at the time, but everybody felt like they had to have wild game. Oh, game uh, dinners, we had, yeah. We had stuff, yeah. and we all did it because it was the trend of whatever yeah. happened. I never liked it. Yeah. I wasn't happy with it. And uh, some of them that I had gone to, they don't even tell you what it is, and they bring yeah. out the next thing, and what is this? And they go, well, try it first. I don't want to try it. And they say, well, this is <laughs> like a rattlesnake. It's rattlesnake, yeah. and it's you know all mm. goofy stuff. And no. I'm like, what is this, a you college fraternity? You get food after you yes. left. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Because I know you don't like the places that just draw a picture of food right. on the plate. They yeah, take the sauce and just yeah. make a picture yeah. of food. <laughs> it was like the art food. Yeah. You know? So I feel like there's a few key pinpoints for what makes a cigar event really good and what make, or a cigar dinner really good and really bad. I mean, talking off right off the top, I think the most important thing in a cigar dinner, especially if you're going to offsite, is ventilation. Because mm. um, a lot of times at a cigar dinner, especially if it's at some place, you know, whether it be the Ritz Carlton or a, a wedding facility or wherever, a lot of times it's not just uh, you know a regular cigar smoker going with a bunch of. It's usually bringing their wife, their girlfriend, maybe their buddy who's not as into cigars to kind of try to bring them into the fold into something they like. So having good ventilation, especially while you're eating, um, I think is important. And also too, a lot of times where these cigar dinners happen off site, it's with. Uh, staff that aren't used to the smoke so having good ventilation makes them more comfortable and it makes for a better experience i think for everybody so we did one uh for father and son this year that was an outdoor thing and as it turned out this summer it rained all year so um they knew it was raining and they put up these little pop tent things and stuff to be able to do it but there was i believe 150 of us or whatever and was no way it was going to work, and I got there an hour before this thing was ready to start, and I said, okay, we got to call an audible here. We're going to have hors d'oeuvres and drinks outside, yep. and then we're going inside to eat after, which there's no smoking inside. Mm. Cigar dinner, and you can't right. sm- smoke inside. It sucks, that. but we're going to do it. And then after, it's cocktails and more cigars outside. Actually, it turned out awesome. Mm. Yeah. That... We want to be able to smoke, but really, do we need to smoke in between the course? Or in between bites. Right. So, and even if you recall when we used to do our annual dinner at the Burroughs, that it's very smoky beforehand, Mm -hmm. and then we sit down and have dinner, and then the smoke kind of subsides Mm -hmm. because people are eating and they're not smoking. Right. And then... It's over, and then we bring a comedian on or something, and everybody lights up again. Yeah. So, so you really get a not, reset in the middle. Yeah. yeah. So we're not really eating while we're smoking. So 
How about a dual? This is just coming to me right now. Mm-hmm. Dual rooms mm. where you're having smoking cocktail hour. Like a smoking. You section. go into the room, next room. You're having dinner. Then you go back into the room. It's all clean again. It rotates into something else. And then it goes into the next thing where there's smoking. Yeah. But the eating part of it is yeah. no smoking. All right. Can, can I have my coffee after dinner with the cigar? Yes, coffee and dessert yeah. is served yeah. in the... That's, uh, that's good. Right? After dinner drinks. But there's got to be seats. You don't stand around the whole right. time. And yeah, stuff. You want to be able to see, sit down and, and continue it. But then maybe everybody... But you need a, a double... Function facility, yeah. really. Yeah, that's off. that's versatile for sure. Yeah. And like one of the things uh, I thought was important too, which you nailed when you said you did your first dinner, is about having entertainment. Yeah, you know, because it can't just be, you know, people can go at home and have a cigar, have dinner, and then go outside and have a cigar. To bring them somewhere where it's a full package, you want to entertain them and have a good time. And, and I did right off the bat, or maybe because I was in the business, <laughs> the entertainment business, before getting into the cigar business, but. Even the first one was Jimmy Tingle was the first comedian I brought in way in the early days yeah. and read Auerbach after and had somebody speaking because there had to be more to it than smoking a cigar and eating. Yeah, All it's right. not enough. Yeah, and I remember back in the days of going to the dinner clubs uh, with my parents and, and things that they yeah. had these places yeah. and there was entertainers mm-hmm. and you'd, you know, in those days they were smoking right at the table. Right. Anyway, it was the same thing was going on, but they yeah. didn't call it that. Yeah, everybody it was just was, called dinner. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but there was entertainment too. So if you can, if you can yeah. factor all these things in, I even like to yeah. do a raffle at all our events yep. because I'm trying to get everything in it. I'm trying for gambling to happen, drinking, yeah. smoking, yep. yeah. you know, all the vices. Let's yeah. do them all. Yep. And uh, just get it over with, and mm-hmm. we'll enjoy ourselves all the way around. So mm-hmm. I remember putting the first raffle in it, and I go, why am I entering this raffle? So there's a little gaming going on that they got a chance of winning something or whatever. And th- the whole idea was always to break even. By the way, I'm going to give you a little hint. Everybody that's listening to this, you go to a cigar dinner and there's a raffle. Buy a lot of tickets. It's math. It's, mm-hmm. it's just basic probability. It is the best Mm-hmm. chances of you m- making profit on that cigar dinner is yep. buying raffle tickets at a cigar dinner. I don't care whose it is. Yep. The, there's lots of prizes that add up to hundreds of dollars that you're paying tens of dollars to buy the Correct. ticket. And all you got to do is win one prize. And the people that I've seen over the years that are smart and buy a whole bunch of them, mm-hmm. they're sitting in the front. They bought $100 worth of tickets. Say tickets are 20 bucks or something. They bought $100 worth. And then they pick off two prizes. Both of them are worth $250 yep. a piece. And that's what happens over and over and over. Is every, it possible every that, that you don't? But it, it, it's, a, it's a mathematical thing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's basic. I've said this at every event I used to run when I used to do, whether it was a UFC pay-per-view or a cigar dinner, that there would be people who would complain, be like, oh, the same people win. I'm like, yeah, because they buy the most tickets. It's yeah. basic math. If there's 100 people in this room and half of you buy tickets and he bought a quarter of all the tickets available, he's most likely going to win all the prizes. Yeah. Do you want... Um, normal food, or you do you yeah. watch? Yeah, I think. I mean, th- when I was in upstate New York, there's a lot of hunters and stuff. So we had a day that was a specific game dinner day because it was yeah. after hunting season. But like most people don't want to eat 
you know, if they did, bear it'd, be, and, it'd be on the menu at McDonald's and it's right. hot. So yeah. you know, it's you, you can't go wrong with. I mean, it's the reason we picked it at the expo. You can't go wrong with prime rib. You can't go wrong with steak. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, like I know a lot of steakhouses will do like Capital Grill, whatever, do cigar dinners. So like any type of beef. Or even like you can get away with chicken, like yeah. just basics, just like what people most people eat, Italian. Yeah. Um, though, as long as the food, it, it doesn't matter what the food is, as long as it's not too exotic mm-hmm. and that it's good. Because if you serve sh- shitty food, people right. are going to be disappointed. It's got to be as good. I always said that about cigars that whatever your entree is, you should be okay with getting a, your after dinner cigar should match up with your right. entree, right? right? So you're having elaborate food that yeah. the entree is very expensive, then you go for the high-end cigar yeah. if that's the way it is. Right. If you're having hot dogs and stuff, okay, you got to <laughs> right. smoke dos hombres well, or whatever. Right. It's like you know, United did their dinner or breakfast, not even cigar, yes. at Bouchon. It's Thomas Keller Restaurant yeah. in Las Vegas, one of the top restaurants. It's Alan's best meal you had. Uh, well, I love Bouchon. Best breakfast ever. Yeah. 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 Bouchon's great, but it matches... You know, that caliber of food matches up with, you know, an Atabay or yeah. Alfonso mm-hmm. level of, uh, of cigar, you know. Yeah. And then a lot of times what happens, like that's like when you pair up stuff, it's good. But some of the bad stuff that can happen at cigar dinners is, you know, you don't want to rush it. You don't want – because part of a cigar dinner as opposed to just having a cigar is to pair it together. Maybe you're not smoking during it, but like – you want to experience everything, and it's you know cigar smoking is relaxed. You don't want it's not a turn and burn situation. Like there's not another party of people coming in after you at a venue to smoke so or, or to have dinner. So it's you know you don't want to rush people. They want to have their time and enjoy everything: the food, the drinks, cigars. And know your audience. Know know what a cigar smoker looks like. And don't give him just a little bit of food. Don't let <laughs> yeah. them leave hungry, right? No. The no. worst thing would be ever to go to a organized dinner. Yeah. And then yeah, you leave hungry. Yep. Oof. You yep. know. That, that, that's insane. But yeah. sometimes they like to get fancy. Yeah. And it's pretty pretty yeah. food that you you have to stop on the way home to get yeah. something. Yeah. And give them their money's worth. Yeah. You yeah. know what else is bad? What? When somebody, I'm not naming names, plays music too loud during dinner. (laughs) I don't like that because people want to converse at these dinners. But then the downside of that is if you end up at a table with that guy... You know, wish that music was louder. Chatty yeah. Kathy. <laughs> well, it's, sometimes uh, I've sat near people that are annoying to the point where it's distracting. Now, I was a disc jockey for 12 years. And what I will say is the person that's sitting down, especially if you're talking with a DJ that has two speakers, right? Mm-hmm. And you decide to sit next to the speaker and complain all night that yeah. the music's loud. <laughs> mm-hmm. You chose the worst seat in the house next to the speaker as the guy that doesn't right. want the music mm-hmm. to, to be loud. And it was always the case that I'm like, the whole place is empty. And that mm-hmm. you sat next to the speaker. Yep. Yeah. I, I You're always, doing it now, Chrissy, right? That's I, With the music bingo I do at Sadie J. You'll be like, one night I'll have people sitting at the back and they're like, it's, it's really hard to hear when it gets noisy in here. I'm like, well, you chose the table at the back of the room. Yes. The, and then the elderly folk are sitting like right at the front. And I'm like, oh, you can be in the middle. Like, you don't need to be there. Trust me. You'll hear it fine in the middle. If you sit at the front, I'm worried. I'm going to, yeah. like, damage your So, you can, yeah. buyer beware. I mean, choose yeah, where you're going to be on. sitting, yeah. too. And- oh, believe me, I chose the right seat. It, the problem was the person playing the music. Oh, yeah. Oh, all right. 
And Chef agrees with me. He's nodding his head. <laughs> this year was good. This year was good. Yeah. Yep. But in past years, you've had a problem. Oh, we spoke to the, the gentleman. <laughs> the entertainment. You spoke to the entertainment? Yeah. This For those of you that know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> this is the first I'm hearing. First I'm hearing. <laughs> well, this is the first year we were in a tent, too. So perhaps the it noise was helped. mitigated a little yeah. by yeah. the That's uh, true. huge ceiling. You were sitting next to a guy who had his finger on the volume. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, That's when, true. When you're playing the music for 500 people and they have to hear an announcement and all that stuff, that right. comes yeah. with it, too. So, But oh, there's... Yeah. If you're able to get somebody that has six speakers, it's much better than you're covering the area much yeah. better. But right. I, I know sometimes I would be doing a gig and it'd be, you know, set up that there's only going to be two speakers. And yeah. 100% of the time is the person that's going to be bothered by this six nights, six nights right next to the speaker. It's mm -hmm. like, right. wow, okay. Or, hey, we can't hear you back back here. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then sometimes yeah. there, um, there was some complaints that some of the manufacturers could not hear the Cigar Authority mm -hmm. broadcasting mm -hmm. uh, from the booths that they were at. Oh, definitely We did not. that on purpose. Right. Mm -hmm. Because you go to the booths if you want to get away from the Cigar Authority yeah. to talk to the manufacturers, to talk to them. So the speakers will put in a place so the, the Cigar Authority would not bother them or the band or anything right. wasn't going to bother them right. back there. But it, as it turns out, the manufacturers wanted to hear the Cigar Authority. <laughs> That's uh -huh. all right. Next year we'll tell them it's on YouTube live. <laughs> right. <laughs> they can just open it on their phones yeah. just yeah. down there. <laughs> right, right. All right. Uh, why don't we take a break? And when we come back, we'll do our top five delightful news and the weekly six-pack. Only Great Leaf makes great cigars. Aganorsa Leaf stands out because of the distinctive mouth-watering flavors of the Corojo 99 and the Criollo 98 seeds cultivated by Cuban agronomists on the best lands in Jalapa and Esteli, Nicaragua. When you smoke one of the JFR, JFR Lunatic, Guardian of the Farm, or Casa Fernandez cigars, you will experience the unique taste and aroma that makes Aganorsa Leaf different than any other tobacco in the world. Smoke one today and enjoy the signature flavor of Aganor Salif. Hello, cigar aficionados. This is Klaus Kellner from Davidoff Cigars. I invite you to taste the elements with Davidoff Escurio, Nicaragua, and Yamasa. From water comes originality. Savor the sweet and spicy originality of the Davidoff Escurial tobaccos born by the rains of Bahia, Brazil. From fire comes intensity. Enjoy the bittersweet aromas and fiery intensity of the Davidoff Nicaragua. From earth comes complexity. Taste the earthy flavors and complex spices that are unique to the red soil of the Yamasa region in Dominican Republic. Only Davidoff Master Blenders could take the power of nature and blend it into a range of exceptional cigars. Each element making each cigar a unique experience. Water, fire, earth. Flavors that have risen from the very world itself. I hope you enjoy them as much as I do. Davidoff Cigars. Cigar adventures to a wider world. Looking for a Mao cigar? Don Rafael is just that. Solidly constructed and it offers up a mellow experience that holds a ton of universal appeal. This is just one of the reasons for Don Rafael's enormous success. Looking to get your friend into smoking cigars? The Don Rafael cigar is absolutely the right choice. The brand originally set out to outdo the competition, but for the price, there is no competition. You can't beat Don Rafael, it outsells them all. 
Don Rafael can be enjoyed any time of the day, all day, and cigar after cigar. The Don Rafael has a smooth, mellow aroma that will not linger. Draped in a seamless golden brown Connecticut wrapper, Dominican long fillers, and a Dominican binder complete the blend. Expect earthy notes with some hints of cedar throughout. And as far as quality everyday blends go, for a mild cigar smoker, it doesn't get more satisfying than this. Remember this, Don. Don Rafael. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly tailed head, and value, value, value. There are Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian, and here are just a few. Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five year old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well aged long filler leaves. So, what you do expect from a Bohemian? A departure from the conventional, a flavorful journey into sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. Bohemian, the original, unconventional cigar. Take a journey. And we're back live in the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio above Two Guys Smoke Shop, Tim Hampshire. We're smoking the West Tampa Black, and we're talking about cigar dinners. Uh, and I'll tell you, West Tampa Black started off at a seven, maybe eight. Mm-hmm. It's calmed down. Yeah. yeah. It's yep. a five or a six. Really? Medium body. Yeah. 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 Started off mm. much more aggressive than I remembered it. Uh, I like it. It's good. It's good. It's that, got some gas. That Rick Rodriguez knows about cigars. They yeah. were very popular at their little booth oh, at they the were. Yes. New England Cigar Expo. Maybe it was um, his daughter. Good out of him. But he's a very likable guy. Yeah. yeah. Everybody seems to like him anyway. And uh, for for a company, what, what did they say? Like seventeen months old or something like yeah. that. I mean, yeah, it's wow. a baby. Yeah. yeah. And it's as popular as it is already is amazing. So good for him. All right. Uh, letters in the mailbag. Uh, not today. We have none. If you want to send us an email, it's theassholespodcast at gmail.com. Theassholespodcast at gmail.com. Theassholespodcast at gmail.com. Remember that? Is anybody out here in the... Oh, I, I, I took that message and... Uh, oh, it's I'm, gone. I'm, I'm, I'm off. Yeah. I'm, I'm off the... Uh, <laughs> You're out. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, maybe we should have a six-pack then, you think? We do have a six-pack. We have a six-pack based on uh, Maca- on uh, West Tampa black, right? Yeah. Well, all, all things black. Going all black things black. black. Oh, it's like a black tie thing? Maybe. Uh, black yeah. tie? That, that fits. We'll, we'll go with it. All right. <laughs> what do you have, Dan? Yep. So we have what we're smoking today, the West Tampa black Robusto, 919 per cigar. The McAuliffe Black Robusto, 719. The McAuliffe Black Toro, 819. The Blackened by Drew Estate. The Metallica Cigar Corona Size, 969. HVC Black Friday from 2021. That's a retro black, black cigar. 
969 per stick. And then the Regis Black Grandito, eleven ninety nine. Black uh Black Friday from twenty twenty one. Yep. Black Ooh. Friday from twenty twenty one. That's the broadleaf one, right? Yep. Is it? Yeah. It's yeah. dark. Yeah, everybody's yep. head's going back. Wow. That's cool. Yep. So that that's in there. Yeah. And they're smoking incredibly right now. Mm, wow. Very good. I, I thought that was a total sellout, but no. Ed put some things aside and yeah. he does that. Yeah. He does that. <laughs> that does you know. That was a box of fifty, right? It was. Oh, that makes yeah. sense. So yeah. if they save a few boxes, right. there's a lot of cigars, good, right? Yeah. right? But they're gonna go because it's normally fifty five fourteen to buy those cigars. Forty nine sixty three. Forty nine sixty three. Sixty three. Why is that? Because that's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> well, how old are you, Dave? I'm 63. Uh, there we'll just go with that. Are you 49? Yeah, roughly. <laughs> Give or take. It's, it's your uh, at least 12-year anniversary of 49? Uh, 13th year. 13th year. Um, 49.63, because I'm 63. Next year, when I'm 64. Oh. And, uh, you know, I... I told you I got a message when I was on here. It was Eric Newman leaving a message. I couldn't take the message live because we were on. But he left a message. And he said, I just heard the Cigar Authority show. I'm very, very happy (coughs) with my commercial. Oh, yeah. Which, if you listen to the Cigar Authority... Uh, in the first commercial break, you'll hear the new commercial. They used to do Diamond Crown for years. The years same com- and commercial. Years, yep. And he says every time that he comes up, i got to change that commercial. And I said, yeah, send it to me. And they don't do it. Ed, how many times? All the manufacturers mm. say to do All it. All of them. Yep. So I said, I'm going to write a few commercials for mm. you. See if you like any of them. I'll give you three. and uh, Or send me your own. And at the end of it, he met with his marketing people. They have their own commercials. And they listened to our three, <laughs> and I cannot believe <laughs> that they took one of mine and the one wow. that they took. So you got to go and to the cigarauthority.com. I mean, the Cigar Authority podcast. Go to the first commercial break, which happens at about 1230, 30 yep, minutes yep. in. I believe it's at the first or the second commercial. Second, yeah, yeah, second commercial in. Um, and that's the one that uh, your grandson liked. The yes, best. he loves it. <laughs> he loves and it. He still listens to it. And I put it on my phone because I have it recorded yeah. on there. And I play it for him. And he somebody answers <laughs> a little. And then he reaches out and plays it again. Somebody who was listening live said their daughter got up and started dancing. Yes, I, I saw that. So if I, if I can be, it was a great I, commercial. I liked it. You guys don't know who Miss Rachel is, right? Oh yeah. Do you? Oh yeah. Miss like, Rachel. She's getting rich and famous. Let me tell you. Oh yeah. She sings to little millions kids. a month. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And uh, what? Maybe I can be the next Miss Rachel. <laughs> kids YouTube is. Just I saw Grandpa yeah. Dave or whatever <laughs> sings yeah. the hits. <laughs> yep. I saw Miss Rachel uh, on Sunday. Oh really? Yep. Well, not the first time, but oh yeah, she's she's printing money. Mm. Oh yeah, <laughs> yep. oh yeah. Uh, and did it all online, right? Mm-hmm. There's no TV. She's no, not... it's all YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, a uh, family member was telling me about it. It's basically, her 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 child was nonverbal, so she started doing these kind of oh, things. Oh, I see her do. Um, yeah, she signs a little bit, and she taught James when he well, you know, yeah. he barely speaks now still. But um, some of it is sign language. Yeah. More, you know, I know yep. some of them 
the, he, yeah. get, he gets what he wants. So that's why she started <laughs> doing it. And then she's she's a school teacher too. She's so she still teaches and she does all this. She still teaches. Oh yeah. Oof. Oh my god. I'm assuming she's part time now. But, yeah. Or she's going to give it up if she hasn't because that's crazy. Yep. Um, but anyway. Uh, yeah, cigar dinners, uh, I think it's great. If you've never gone to a cigar dinner, you know, part of the feeling is at a cigar dinner is that if you go, you, you want to have a buddy to go with, and the buddy doesn't want to go, and I don't want to go, so I'm not going to go. I'm going to tell you, I'm a, I'm a guy that doesn't like to go to things on my, by myself, mm-hmm. too, and I don't know people that's there. The one thing you can go to is a cigar dinner yeah. because you're going to make probably nine friends sitting at your table. Oh, yeah. That's how it usually works. Uh, very, very easy. And that's the one to go to, you know? Yeah. Um, that you're going to make buddies and. Uh, yeah, meet new people. Yeah. And especially, yeah, if you're like, if you just move somewhere and you're in a new town, go to a cigar yeah. dinner. You probably meet, meet some new people right, to hang out with. Right. So people will say, I go to my cigar store and stuff. The cigar dinner is even better because mm-hmm. you got to eat in between. It, you, you're not forced to talk the whole time yep. uh, mm-hmm. or, or feel, yep. you know, you're right there with them and uh, you're going to see people from all walks of life. That's the beauty that happens at cigar stores and certainly at cigar dinners. So, uh, that being said, you have a top five here today. I sure do. Brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Aloha. Today's top five is brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Choose from the mild white label, the medium strength red label, or the full bodied and full flavor blue label. Series Five Five has it all. Five Five equals the perfect 10, and that's what you get every time. The only thing better than a Five Five cigar is two of them, so you can share with a friend. And now, here's today's top five list. All right. Today's top five list, it's already marked with controversy. (laughs) The top five restaurants in the United States. Now, this list was according to TripAdvisor, one of their lists. I've already gotten a lot of slack for this, but we're going to go through it. And there may be some adjustments as we're we're doing this live. (laughs) So, number five, and all these restaurants are Michelin star restaurants. So, all of them. So the f- number five is going to be surprising. Number five is Victoria and Albert's at the Walt Disney World Resort at the Grand Floridian. Mm-hmm. Yes, Disney has a fi- uh, Michelin star. Has it been there a long time? I don't know how long Victoria and Albert's has been there. The Grand Floridian has been there for a, a long time. I've stayed at the Grand Floridian many, many years ago, yep. close to 30 years ago, yep. um, and ate there, and it was fabulous, yeah. but I'm wondering yeah. if it's It the was same grand? Thing. It was grand. It was grand, yeah. So the uh, Victorian Alberts now is basically, it's $500 a person, wow. and it's a tasting menu. So if you've never done a tasting, <laughs> it's basically usually somewhere between, what would you say, seven to ten courses, probably an average. So let me guess, chicken fingers? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mickey, <laughs> Mickey waffles. Dave, right. Yeah. Dave, you would hate it. Oh, yeah. So why would they have that at McDonald at, at um, Walt Disney? When, well, because the, the you're I mean, not taking your kid there for well, five hundred. No, but the Grand Floridian is you know six to seven dollars six to seven hundred dollars a night at the lowest. Yeah, you know, so it's a usually high end. the adult couples that yeah. still love Disney but don't want to stay really? with all the kids. Yeah. I was there judgment. many many yeah. years ago, <laughs> and there's no way it was that kind of price thirty yeah. years ago. Twenty oh, twenty. I'll show you my hotel receipt for my trip there next week. Really? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Victoria and Alberts is at number five, uh, and it's also it's all very hard to get a reservation. But, but most of these places, number four is Hall's Chop House, Charleston, South Carolina. Obviously, a steakhouse. They also oh. serve seafood. Surprising to see a, a steak. You know, a, yeah. I don't know what you're going to do to it that makes it qualify as. Oh, people want to like going. Mm. I don't know. Well, when Gianna 
graduated college in South Carolina, Coastal Carolina. While we were down there, when she graduated, we did go to a steakhouse that night. Mm-hmm. Um, an old one, too. It was mm-hmm. old-fashioned. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is like the old I don't know what it was, but yep. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look and find out, did, did I go there? Yep. So that was number four. Number three was Restaurant Gary Danko. It is in San Francisco. It is in that, uh, what do you call it, the pier? Was there all that stuff's going on? I don't know how it looks these days uh, down in San Francisco. They had some hard times in San Fran. Yeah. But uh, it's more of a mix of seafood, more American menu, upscale. Um, number two. Now, this is the one that, that caused a lot of tr- trouble on this list as we're going through it during the commercial break. So number two was 11, in Madison, Ma- 11 Madison Park in New York City. Now, apparently... and when I was getting shit about this list, um, <laughs> this place used to be great. And what happened is, is after COVID, when they came back, they went to a plant-based menu. Oh, so <laughs> now it's mixed reviews. So we're going to put in at number two, That's one of the true. best restaurants, the French Laundry. Uh, it's a Thomas Keller restaurant yes. in uh, California. Or, it's a wine country. It's Sonoma. Is it in Sonoma? I what? believe so. Yeah. Now, if you want to stay in New York, you could go with Thomas Keller's New York restaurant, per se, per se which yep. is also a tasting menu. Yep. What is it, Chef? 15 courses? Yeah. And the last price I saw published was $895, although they've shut for renovation, so I imagine it'll be over 1000 when they reopen. Yeah. So it's always a high-end and, and tasting menu things. Because yeah. it's an experience. Stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you talk about the entertainment. The the entertainment at those kind of restaurants is the food and the presentation, but and it would drive you crazy. They bring you a tiny bite of food, and yeah. then you sit and wait. Yeah, well, um, I love that. Can yeah. I play to that? Yeah, no, yeah. we're going to bring you a different no. tiny bite. Just no. hold on. No, I've done the t- I've done the tasting menu at Nobu. It was really good. I did the tasting menu at uh, one of Gordon Ramsay's restaurants in Vegas in the Paris Hotel. That was great. But some of these can go long three, time. four hours yeah. long. Nobu was I'm at out. least three hours. Yeah. I wouldn't pick any of this. And then number one, which apparently was the right guess for multiple people here, was uh, Alina. Is it Alina? Alinea. Alinea in Chicago. And uh, that it says it's new American, but I think it's a little bit of a mixed cuisine. Yeah. It, the guy who's the chef there, Grant. Yeah, but he, he was a protege of Charlie Trotter. Charlie Trotter's was very influential back in the day. He was crazy. Why do you know so much about this stuff? He's a foodie. Yeah, yeah. I, I like food stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But <clears throat> Chef and I were talking about going to Per Se, just a day trip. And, you That'd be know, nice. But... We decided in the end we'd get aggravated waiting for all that food. <laughs> Who wants to sit there for four hours? Now, if you could smoke at per se, right. would you do and it? And that eight ninety five, that's not pairing with wine. That's just the food. That's just that, mm. man. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. It's a right? lot. Yeah. How good can... I don't know. I think if you make something small enough, you know... <laughs> You put on a little spoon of SpaghettiO or something. You don't yeah. say what it was, and so you taste it. Oh my God, yeah. that's good. You need a special yeah. spoon. Yeah, yeah. And make and you can make anything seem fancy, they, but it's garbage. You know, it's they just did shit. that. That just went viral like a couple of weeks ago. Where these, uh, it was like a website. They made a fake restaurant in New York mm. City, and it was they were just serving like either like stuff off the street or like. Just normal grocery store food, yeah. and it became like the hottest thing to get a, a table for. Was all like Vanity Fair was there, and all these people, and they tricked oh, them all. Get the yeah, they, I bet, there, I, I bet they did. Yep. I bet they did. Yep, it's crazy. So, I want a real meal. I want a, yeah. 
full <laughs> meal. Would a real meal be just delightful? It would. <laughs> Are you tired of the news claiming the end of the world? Everyone run for cover! Mayday! Are you sick of turning on your radio and hearing things like this? Code red, duck and cover! You're all in danger! Well, I think it's time for some delightful news. Brought to you by Cuban Delight Cigars. How delightful. I'm afraid we don't have much delight this week. Uh, oh, wow. How was that I, I've actually got to retract. Oh, I meant to message you oh, about no. this. I did hear that. I did. The skydiving yeah. didn't go well? Was uh, that the one? Apparently, she's she not going on that balloon ride. Oh, no. <laughs> How old was she to begin with? 104. Yep. And she skydived last week. We were talking about yep. celebrating her, and now she's dead. 104-year-old Chicago woman dies days after making a skydive. <laughs> days. <laughs> it's our, it's our her, fault. I mean, I try to be current on this. Yes. And, and it's our yeah, fault. I heard from uh, three or four listeners sent me a link to this you know, story. I, I saw it on the news. I'm watching the news, and it comes up there, and I go, oh, my God, I got to tell him, and I forgot all about it. <laughs> I Yeah. Um, yeah, so apparently <laughs> some, sometimes delight turns to tragedy. Well, it is a tragedy. She she got to do that. She's 104. That was her swan song, literally. <laughs> oh, my swan God. Dive, yeah. She would have been better off just swan splatting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Whatever. She got to talk about it for, she, for a day or two after. She died in her sleep. Oh yeah? yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So that's <laughs> not be great. so delightful. Wouldn't it be great if she like brochures of the weather balloons would stuff her? <laughs> <laughs> and and she was clutching her balloon I, ride. Brochure. Yeah, she took a bad fall while doing parkour. Like, yeah, uh, I thought it'd be great thing. if she like got bit by a snake or something. Like <laughs> just something crazy, just yeah. so bizarre. Hit she was by a car. Fitting, yeah. <laughs> no, there's a lady to live the full life, yep. and it is delightful, right? Yeah. Yeah. It is. And now she's dead. Now yeah. she did. All right. On that note. <laughs> All right. We got to rate this. We cursed her. Yeah. We got to rate a delightful cigar. And uh, I'm good here. I got mine. All right. Uh, I gave it a 91. 91. Nice. Good flavor. Nice and smooth. Yeah. Nice. Big rating. This is my second West Tampa I smoked. I smoked my first one at the expo. And I gave it a 92. What did you smoke? The, the red, which the I red. really liked as well. Which is better? I like the red better. Yeah. But this is still a great cigar, so it's a 92. I gave it a 93. Wow, the mm. most. 91, yeah. 92, 93. What comes after that? I'm sitting in the wrong seat. 90, <laughs> 90, 90, 90, 90, 91, 92, first. 93. That's big nice ratings right there. Big ratings. Very good cigar. You just don't want 104. That's That would be a bad rating. Oh. <laughs> yeah, right. 104. <laughs> Too soon? Hey, There's nowhere to go the, from there. Sign me up for the 104 <laughs> after the sky dive, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's not bad. Right? Sign me up for it. It wasn't bad at all. All right, next week here on the Ash Holes. And by the way, we talked about our commercials. We're changing a whole bunch of commercials for 2024 on the Ash Holes. So we got our work cut out oh for boy. us. We got some writing to do, some singing to do maybe, <laughs> whatever. We're changing uh, lots of commercials here on the Ash Holes. But next week, comedians and cigars. Uh, until then, you have been listening to The Ash Holes, broadcasted live from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio above Two Guys Smoke sh- Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. See you next week. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.